We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's good, LL Nation, Lucky Lefty Podcast, SD2 Mike's left, he's popping in, matter of fact, there he is right now, we are brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com, and also at MalikZaire.com, that's right, you can also book your hotels and flights, but book, your, book your vacation season. with MalikZaire.com, I'll tell you what, your brother looks out for you. It's the holidays. I know y'all want to travel big. Look, I got the best prices for you. Hotels, rentals, anything you want. Airfare. That's my gift to you. You know, Lucky Lefty Nation. I got you. Lucky Lefty Podcast, man. Also, you already know, we're on CFB Nation. Presented by Twisted That's right. Hey. Hey. And then go to the YouTube channel. Subscribe. The thumb, smash it for us. The one that's up. And then leave your comments. We respond to all. You already know. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We did it different. Now, we have a poll question of the day. It's up on the YouTube page right now. Go to the YouTube page, Lucky Lefty Podcast. Who was the best? Freshman wide receiver in Notre Dame history. History? Notre Dame history. Who was the best freshman wide receiver in Notre Dame history? All right. Does, does this are, include redshirt freshmen or just pure? No, nah, just true freshmen. We're doing true freshmen. Raghib Ismail, Tim Brown, Michael Floyd, or Tony Hunter. Those are your four options. Who's the last one? Tony Hunter, dude, from the early 80s. Yeah. Yeah. You could have thrown in Duval Kamara. You could have thrown in a Golden Tate. They fell short just a little bit. But you're more than welcome to leave anybody else that you think fits the bill. You're more than welcome to leave them in the comments. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. More than welcome. Also, man, let me tell you something. That dude left myself. You know, I've been blessed. I've been on the earth a little bit longer than left. That's right. Left is really just starting. The big time initiative he has going in South Bend, the revitalization of South Bend, getting into development. You know, I've been in real estate. We both do one thing. We both do one thing, left. We we get to that bag. That's right. <laughs> we get to that bag. We both get to that bag. You hear me? I just booked the conference. I just booked the youth conference this week down in New Orleans. Oh, for February, for February 24th. You take the kids down there or you meeting people down there? I'll be doing both. I'll be Ooh. doing both for this. Yeah, I've been doing okay. both of them. That's, and I've been doing youth conferences all over the country for over 20 years. So I just booked one. You know, of course, once the pandemic hit, it changed everything. And, you know, people are just starting to get back into doing conferences and, you know, traveling and bringing their youth groups with them. And uh, it's a blessing, but it's also a blessing for people to value value you to come in and say, yo, we need you to be on this panel. We don't bring Okay, so it's in. like a week. It's a weekend of like different talks and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I literally, I'll go down there. I'll probably bring my leadership from my youth group. Is it a is it a uh, a religious thing or is it just like a leadership conference? It's leadership. It? I mean, it's it's based out of faith. It's based out of faith, but it is far more than that because you know they're. We'll be dealing with uh, financial management. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, for example, you know, if it was just religious, then it would be about, you know, tithes, offering. All No, no, no. no. This is financial management, mm. um, social media, how to manage social media, business. Oh, it's like a life skills. Like yes. A, yes. what you really need to know out here to, yes. <laughs> to operate. <laughs> Okay, so, yeah. It's in New Orleans, and I, I think, man. Shout out to my brothers, because they're running it down there in New Orleans. And uh, Bob and Sam Blakes, Robert and Sam Blakes are the hosts. They'll be hosting it. And I believe it's Life Church down there in New Orleans, uh, their father, who uh, Robert C. Blake's senior. Uh, great man, great man. Um, true story left. I went to one of his conferences, uh, and this was about it. This just shows you uh, the conference they had this particular year was in New Orleans, and I went down there for three days. And this conference was all about uh, advancing your business via podcasting, uh, shows, television broadcasting, you know, because that's something that they were fantastic at. You know, they were on like four different networks at the time. You know, it's like the Word Network, TVN. Those are two of the major, you know, religious networks. But they were also on local networks throughout the South. And... Um, they really did a great job of being able to get the message out. And so, you know, they brought other, you know, businesses and, and churches in, you know, just to uh, mentor them. Yeah. On how to better your audiovisual department and your marketing department. And I went there and it was it was crazy because I went to the day sessions, but they had actual church services one night. And uh, this is in the middle of me, like, being like, this is when I was that dude. Like I was, <laughs> yeah, that's you know, right. You know what that's I'm saying? Right. I was 206 pounds. 
you know, played basketball three times a week. Oh, you hitting you hitting the runs. You know, I, was chis- yeah, I was chiseled. I was <laughs> man, I was still man. I was that That's dude. Right. I had an earring in my ear. You know, what I was, dude had my rope chains, my hair and bones. I was still. I was killing it. Nothing, man. And um, I never forget Pop Blake's rest his soul, man. I went to Bible class one night, and I sat there, and he taught a message, uh, the assignment of a man. In the middle of his teaching, I took my earring out of my ear and never put oh, it Oh, it back just started melting. You're right there. Like, he's like, I don't even need this. And I never put it back in. Really? And, and I'm not saying, you know, I'm ta- that was for me. Yeah, 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 of course. How it impacted how it hit you. me. Right. Yeah, I'm, done. I'm not, I don't care what anybody else wears because I don't yeah, think that has anything to do. Yeah. yeah, but it was for the example I had to be, the example I wanted to be. And my life moving forward. And that's when I really jumped into, like, real, because I was already doing it, but that's when I really jumped into, like, mentoring young people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. So that was an impactful speech then. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was an old, wise man, dude. Like, he, went, he wasn't real slick. You know, people can be real slick with the delivery and entertaining. No. He was just real straightforward and, and you know, in terms of ministry, people use the word the anointing. Um, in terms of coaching and like filling a coach when he's talking to you pregame, uh, gravitas or, you know, other words that players feel. It was like some people that just get in front of you, man. You just feel what they're saying and it mm-hmm. impacts you. And he, he was one of those people. He was I I I love and miss that dude to this day. To this day, I love and miss that dude. And it's I a really lot do. about that, that that speech right there has impacted you even far greater than his time here. You know, and that's to sometimes this, those to moments. To this day. To yeah. this day. You know, because I didn't have mo- because that's he was my dad's pastor. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. My dad was under him. And you know, that's who my dad went to. So it's kind of like um, a, a preaching, a ministry tree, like a coaching tree. <laughs> um, no, I just think in leadership and in, in, in life, everybody should have somebody with wisdom. Oh, yeah. No man should be an island unto themselves, bro. No one. No one. Heck, if you're the president of the United States, you should have someone, a former president or somebody you know that you can go to. Even though you're the most powerful man in the world, you should have somebody in with wisdom that you can go to. I guess that's why they have, you know, people around them, you know. But Marcus Freeman has Jim Tressel. Yeah, you know, I mean, they're, they're, the chat's cooking. A, Marcus Freeman. Right <laughs> that hey, press conference must have been rough because they. Hey, are bro. Cooking. Hey, <laughs> bear with us. I called Malik three minutes into the press conference, LL yeah, Nation, did. and I was like, <laughs> "This is not it. This is not it. This ain't it. This oh, ain't man. it. This so, ain't so it." So the week off wasn't good for him, then. Man, look, you come back in like, what, "What are you talking about?" No, <laughs> and I don't know if he is trying to. Uh, Put lipstick on a pig at this point. Oh, he's he's making excuses now. Oh man. And that's not something he's ever done. Yeah. He's starting to sound like uh start, start sound like Brian. Oh now. yes, he, he's trying to sound he's starting to sound like his predecessor a little starting bit. Starting to sound bro. like Brian, and he's only yeah. been here too. Yeah. <laughs> and uh well yeah, left. It, it look like I said, LL question today at the YouTube page. Go check it. Freshman, best freshman wide receiver in Notre Dame history. We'll get to the results. 
you know, the second half of the show. And the reason we say we get to the bag is because getting to the bag is our new mailbag. That's right. Right? Irish Breakdown, they do the mailbag. We get to the bag. That's right. right? So you guys, you know, you can put GTB and then your question or your comment. And we're going to load those up in the second half of the show every day and get to those questions, right? We got and don't forget, our super chat is lit once again. That's right. Don't forget no that. Don't forget that. <laughs> we just saying it's open. <laughs> yeah. Hit us with the super chats. We greatly appreciate it because second half of the show every day. That's right. Especially going because once the season is done, hey, that's all we're going to talk about is prep for the bowl game, development, interviews, interviews, and super chats. Like, super chats, yeah, that's right. Let's get to it. GTB, and then your comment or question as we get to the bag in the second half of the show, and then your super chats. Don't forget those. We greatly appreciate you. Uh, thanks for indulging us for those few moments to start the show. Um, yes. Left. Marcus Freeman began <laughs> the press conference talking about field position. Oh, man. Field position, Left. Oh, man. Field position? If, you know, if we had better field position against Clemson, you know, things probably would have been different. I, and I know I told you that. I and I know and I know people will point to, to the interception for the touchdown and the uh the muff punt, but you know, you just can't say those two things. Well, we don't just want to say those two things in Notre Dame because you know right. our job is to get better. And uh field position. You know, it's tough to win games when the field position discrepancy is is the way it is. Well, how about getting some first downs and flipping the field? That's what good that's what good teams do. How about creating some drives? Man, I hit left like it's not it. Hey, hey, <laughs> no, no, this is not how hey man, you had two weeks almost two weeks <laughs> to prep for this press con- press conference. This This ain't it, man. You def- I mean, he definitely like, sounds like a defensive guy saying that because any no. offense guy would never say, oh, field position is why we – listen, field position, like I told you before, yeah, it's a little tougher. But you're still allowed to drive the football and, and still go score and get first. The, nothing changes in that. I don't know if you wanted to start the ball at the 50, but this is a football game. You're going to have it all over the field. But that's it's not where you are, it's how you finish. And if you're saying that you're not equating the two game-changing plays, dropping a fumble, and throwing a pick six, I mean, what are we talking about? That's 14 points. That's 14 points. And with all of that, we were in position to win multiple times. Talk about how when we got the we did the crazy interception, we come right back and get a fumble recovery. We had great field position. And we went three plays or four plays and we was done. So I, I field position is the wrong. I don't know if he he needs him a Beth. You know, because Beth used no, to have him. He needs he needs a wise, he needs more <laughs> wise people on his staff, man. Yeah, in the room, in the room. In the room. I feel like offensively, especially, he has a bunch of people. That might just rock with whatever he says. Oh, 100%. Jared Parker. You think Jared Parker is out here doing anything off script? I think the combination of Jared Parker being so grateful to be there mixed with what Marcus Freeman wants in this whole running the ball physicality thing, you get games like Ohio State where Marcus Freeman's probably in the game plan week or on the headset like, hey, uh, let's, let's run the air out of the football. Mm-hmm. And Jerry Parker's probably like, well, we could do this. And he's like, no, let's, let's run it. And they just go with it. I think, if anything, not to say that I wish we had Tommy, but at least Tommy would be like, no, nah, we we doing what I want. 
we gonna, we gonna run this stuff down. I've been prepping for all week. You know, I hear you, but I ain't, you know, we gonna get these points. Ill position, fam. Mm. First of all, you copping please in the post game, right after the game, talking about how good Clemson is. Man, mm. stop. Stop. Now I have a problem. Because what I bought into and what I appreciate and respect is that no matter what happened last year, your whole mantra was it's about us. To start this season, your entire mantra was it's about us. That's right. It's about us. You caught please at the postgame of Clemson talking about how good they are. How good their team is. How good their running back is. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> that was a backup slow running if back. If Notre Dame walks into Death Valley and plays a fundamentally sound game, they no beat mistake. Clemson. For sure. If we just don't throw a pick. No, don't throw pick sixes. Don't turn the ball over. Muff punts. Yeah, catch, just compete. Yeah, I mean, compete along the offensive line. Yeah. And it's quarterback, when you get an opportunity to complete passes that are there, do it. That's it. Fundamentally sound football. Because that's how Clemson beats you. They didn't do anything special. They're not a great, good team. They're an average team. And they said the best chance we got is to not allow Kate Klubnik to throw the ball and run the ball 40 times and play good defense. That's, that's our best chance of winning. That's why Dabo Darnley collapsed. Oh, man, he was about to. <laughs> on the sideline, like, oh, my God. You would have thought the second coming of Jesus came. He hit his knees so fast. He was just so David Shaw. I can't get over to David Shaw, just that 30-second that clip of him smirking. Mm-hmm. Because that encapsulates the whole thing. Yes. He's smirking like, you going to let me ride out on Notre Dame like this for my last game? That's how Dabo felt. Yes. Dabo's like, I was on the ropes. On the ropes. I had Tyler from Spartanburg whooping my tail. I'm calling on Jesus, God, image, and likeness. I'm looking for any and everything as an excuse. Oh, the $11 million I'm getting paid a year isn't, isn't the reason why. Tyler from Spartanburg. And lo and behold. Here we come, the bailiffs, the bailiffs, bailing people out. We didn't, you know Dabo was on the ropes. Because after the game, he was like, I, I, I was about to tap out, God. To the point where he went to his own press conference. And what did he say? He said, for him hey. to say on the field left, <laughs> for him to say, this is the best time to buy Clemson stock. Oh. Well, the best. So you, he basically acknowledged that the stock was low. Yeah, he said you should have bought the dip. Yeah, buy the dip. <laughs> he basically was was admitting that his own program stock was running out of time. Was low. And what Marcus Freeman do? Here's another two years. Let me grant you another two years with this win. Let me extend your career a little bit more and sprinkle that Notre Dame sauce. You see what you see what Ryan Day said on the TV last night, interviewing with uh the quarterback dude. I I missed it. Ryan Day talking about oh, you know a lot of people would have said that Notre Dame game was our big game. I mean we've been prepared for it since June. Mm. So you got so you got. Obviously, teams know what's on the schedule when they see Notre Dame. They're not preparing a week before. They're preparing hey, months before. Marcus Freeman. See, I need Marcus Freeman to pull a Dennis Green. I don't they, need these excuses. We all who they thought. <laughs> Ohio State is who we thought they were. Clemson is who we thought they were. Do you right. want to crown them? They crown them. They crown them. So we let them off the hook. Because that's what Notre Dame did in that's both we, games. That's what we did. You let both teams off the hook. You darn yeah, right. I would feel, feel better if Marcus Freeman did that and walked out the conference. Because that's the honesty that we're looking for. Not the yes. overzealous honesty. We want that raw look. We let them win. We, we, we didn't do what we were supposed to do. 
We're not playing Notre Dame football in the moments that matter. You can guess Clemson's not a great team, but hell, we didn't play like they're they were bad anyway. We're a bad team too. And just walked off, dropped the mic. And I'll be like, you're right. Now let's fix it. Now I can focus on hearing you say how you're gonna fix it. Right now, you're giving me so much things. I'm I'm distracted from the, the situation. Field position? Come on, man. Come on, man. And what coach he in America? He low-key threw the defense under the bus. What coach in America is talking about field position as a reason why they lost? That's the other thing. It'd be different if you just saying coach speak. That ain't no coach speak. That's not no. no I don't even think I've ever heard Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly did a lot of things in those press conferences. He ain't never blamed no field position. He'll just blame a player, which is which is a whole nother thing. But man. And then I hope you didn't throw the defense under the bus, Marcus Freeman. The saving grace of the season, Marcus Freeman. Because the highest priority on the team right now is keeping Al Golden. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. <laughs> hey, listen. With the way with the way these jobs might be opening across <laughs> college football and the NFL, man. Look, hey, lovely Andrew Gilmore. Thank you, Andrew. We love and appreciate you, man. You always <laughs> tap in with us. He said, except Kenny <laughs> put together a good game plan against the Bears. Freeman didn't have a good game plan in any of those games. I disagree. Yeah, I, I disagree. Clemson, they came out and we said, you know, because we kind of the whole week said Clemson's injured on the yep. defensive line. At the edges, and they've been struggling. Yeah, stop the run on the edges. And what did Notre Dame come out and do in the first half? Ran right at the edges and went right down the field. Triple, triple guard tackle pull. Right, right down the field. Wraps around the the flint outside. Like everything we said all week. That 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 was a brilliant way to attack Clemson to start the game. Right. Jared Parker, right? I had to apologize. I called B. Driss. I said, man, I apologize. You're right. After I got the all 22, because I said, Jared Parker, you should have went play action with a tight end down the middle. You ran the ball right down the field, six straight plays. You get to like the 30-yard line, and now you're trying to put together this little screen out here, and we end up Oh, you talking, you, talking about the, you talking about the screens on third down? No, no, this was like a a first down. Oh, okay, yeah. A Tyree for like a four-yard loss. After I looked at the all-22, and I see the fact that Clemson was confused. Yeah. It was actually a really good play call because Clemson was so used to 12 personnel and everything Notre Dame was doing running down their throat. When Notre Dame spread them out, they didn't know who to cover. It was yep. three receivers out there with two defenders, two Clemson defenders, right? Yeah. First of all, Sam Hartman's 
footwork on the play was horrible. Slow. It was slow. Slow and horrible. Then he throws the ball behind Chris Tyree. He has to turn around to catch the ball. And by the time he turns back around. Oh, that corner route. Yes. With a ball. That's not the corner route. It was a quick, it was a quick screen to the right. And, that's and then I the wide receiver him. misses the block. You have three dudes against yeah. two. Yeah. And then you miss the block. And the dude tackles Tyree. Yeah. So that's not Jared Parker. That's not a game plan. You can't say Notre Dame had a bad. That's perfect game planning. Clemson was confused. It was yeah. the perfect time to call it. Your quarterback didn't execute. And your wide receiver didn't execute. Mm. That's bad. I can't put that on Jared Parker, dude. When I see the Clemson defense outright confused, yeah, it's like, oh, snap. This we was like the perfect call. We had him. We had him. We just didn't execute it. And there were plenty of times in that game where if you watch the film, you see a wide open receiver and you're like, oh, snap. There's the second tight end wide open. We got him. Why isn't the ball being thrown? Why is the ball being thrown? Oh man, he took a sack. Mm. It, it's due. Like, I understand the frustration, but everything can't be Jared Parker. Jared Parker, game plan, game plan. Like you said, Andrew, let's go back to that game. Denny Green out coached Lovey Smith and his staff for three quarters. This is going to go to our point left we've been making all last week during the box. That's right. That's right. Undefeated Bears team, Monday Night Football, Matt Liner, <laughs> rookie quarterback, outcoached by Denny Green and his staff. You know what happened left? The Chicago Bears playmakers in the fourth quarter said, we're taking this. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. Mark Anderson. Some teams have playmakers. Yep. Yes. And some teams don't. Oh, that game plan? Nobody that game plan in the fourth quarter. Game plan nah. works in the game plan is a first half thing. Mm-hmm. After that first half, now you're thinking about adjustments. Now you're mm-hmm. thinking about we know how they're gonna play us all day. This is what they've mm-hmm. been practicing all week. We've seen it first half. Mm-hmm. Now it's about okay, can we adjust and can our playmakers come up rise above? That's mm-hmm. it. If you don't got no playmakers to rise above, you're going to be in, in situations where you hoping and wishing somebody makes a play at the end. Because at the end of the day, the, the calls are the calls. And it goes to your point. Us calling a perfect play, it still may not work. It still may not work, love. Because guess what? You need playmakers to make it happen. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. so as much as we, you know, even me, I at times get upset with some of the things we call. Obviously, I don't have it all 22, and I'm not watching from – overhead and i still think there's some calls that i'm like maybe you know like throwing that screen on third down when we backed up doing it twice in two drives mm. I, I feel like we had better but if we don't have no confidence oh, no, sure no, Jared no. Parker, i know you're talking about the quick screen to tyree yes. no no i'm gonna send you the, i'm gonna send you the steel shots that should have popped oh, i'm gonna send you the all 22 of that i'm telling you b drisk had to show me i'm like <laughs> See, this is why people will blame Jared Parker. Yeah. But when you look at it, it was there. It was there. Yeah. If you execute it, it's there. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. it, it is it is frustrating. And it goes back to what I've been saying, Left. You're seeing dysfunction on the football field. Because there's dysfunction from the AD all the way down. It's Everything be. has just been dysfunctional. And you're seeing it on the football field. And that's why you see Marcus Freeman post-game like, man, I don't understand. We go over this stuff time after time. We coach this stuff all the time. But we also don't have the X factors to rise above that either. You can't, you know, sometimes you have players that can rise above dysfunction in the program because they're just that good, you know. But when you're trying to do an all-encompassing effort, everybody doing their part, yeah. You got to have some type of organization or it just doesn't work. You'll always have pitfalls at the worst times when you like, 
oh, this is not our year. That's yeah. because it's a dysfunctional thing from the coaching staff, from a meeting they've had, from yeah. the going higher up to the AD and what they want to involve themselves in. Sometimes the yeah. administration can involve themselves too much in a coaching staff where they putting in ideas and want certain things to happen that they have no clue about what the chemistry of the team is. And you're battling different opinions in that situation. Now you in a position where you're, you, you, you can't get over the hump. Yeah. Right it, now, it, Marcus Freeman is just like he's rocking back and forth between a rock and a hard place because there's so many things that he's got to address on so many different fronts that when it doesn't come together on game day, he don't got nothing to say. He's like, well, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> he, he, hey, he, I understand the frustration. I understand the frustration with the fan base. And this is not to say all of a sudden Jared Parker is a, a mastermind genius. It's just people laugh, right? And the reason I didn't tweet anything because I knew the Notre Dame apologists would be upset, right? But I'm sitting here watching the Utah game, left, man, right? And I'm watching this. I'm watching. I'm watching the OC. I'm watching the OC that has to play his starting strong safety, who, by the way, is going to be a pretty good safety in NFL. That yeah. oh, uh, number number twelve uh, or what was it? 28, Three? I think his name is 28. Oh, 28. But either way, hey, Utah got some guys now. Quentin Jackson was a, a quarterback. Oh, the running back, number three. Yeah, that, that, and now he's a running back at Utah. And, and right? good. And good. Not just, not just a, a space filler. He's a productive. And just, dude, it's not about – don't tell me Notre Dame's offense, their offense has struggled. And if you don't want to – the dude is playing his third-string quarterback. <laughs> As much as Notre Dame fans complain about the injuries at wide receiver, uh, dude, your old line, our old line has been healthy. Our running backs are deep and healthy, and we got Sam Hart. And I, I admit, the creativity of Sam Hartman, I mean, of Jared Parker, can, is watching Andy Ludwig call plays. It's it's abundantly dude. It's apparent. The wisdom that he has, and it's apparent that he's been that he, he has experience, that, is what you're saying. He's it's better at it. that the man has experience. Yes, we don't have to compare <laughs> stats. Just watch how he uses game man. flow and sets up plays and uses his guys. Dude. And I'm sure stop. Marcus Freeman is kicking himself stop. watching Utah shine every week, be in a position of 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 winning every game with Way less talented players. How many people in the Utah offense that starts right now will start at Notre Dame? Just if we're just doing talent for talent, pick pick for pick. It ain't many. Maybe the, yeah. not the running back number three. The I like Kansas, the Kansas State OC situation had nothing to do with Marcus Freeman not being able to close. The Kansas yeah. State dude pretty much wanted to bring in his whole that his was whole him, system. his whole system and staff. Like, dude, if I come, I'm bringing in three or four guys with me. And Marcus Freeman's like. He said, listen, I've already got enough people hiring guys over me. Like, I'm good. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, you know. And Which that makes Notre Dame such a unique it's like, place because you got to consider that. You, if you, you want to bring one dude with you, maybe, maybe. two dudes. Right, but you know, you Tommy to, couldn't even bring his guy in. But you have to believe, you have to think at the time. You know, like I said, okay, I like you as an OC, but I might not like your O line coach, right. or I might not like your assistant O line coach. That's right. So when you tell me if I come, this is what I'm. I want to bring with me. It's like, mm, no. Like I want you to be the OC. And I'm going to go out and do a national search to find my O-line coach. That had nothing to do with not closing him. No. Like, Because if he had told him, yeah, you can have it, the deal would have been done. That's just. Yeah, like Marcus. Yeah. And I, and I really that's, that's, dude, that's saying, dude, I got Andy Ludwig right here. So, really... I'm, you know what I'm saying? So if I'm doing interviews. I bring him in because he's my first choice, or I just want to bring him in before I bring. And I know I'm bringing in Andy Ludwig too. 
like that's a that's a wild demand to make. Yeah, you you, know you, you you made it as if I don't have no other options. You know, that's a wild. You you asking for a whole lot, right? Because it's pretty intrusive on a on a on Marcus Freeman's staff situation. You you bringing in a a militia in a mm -hmm. sense. <laughs> These three guys, three or four guys coming in, they got a whole thing. And hindsight is 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 perfect, right? Everybody in hindsight, you know, well maybe Makes better let decisions. Them, you know, like <laughs> Andrew said, and you know, like, dude, if you were in that position and you're the head coach, you are not giving up all of your leverage to somebody. No, no, especially not no first year. You're I mean, not. You're no. not. You're he not. but he did end up losing all his leverage when the Tommy hire came in. Marcus Freeman yeah. didn't have no leverage offensively his first year. Yeah. And hell, I, I don't know how much influence he has now. Yeah. yeah. And I think and think and then when you think about the, the coaching search, he's like, I don't want more of what I've already got. Listen, yeah. like, I already told Tom he couldn't bring in his tight end coach. I'm not excited to see you got a whole caravan and, of people coming in. And see, he didn't play it. Um, like Andrew said, good old C's are gonna make demands. Ludwig didn't make any demands. He wanted to come. But wait, wait. That O-line coach situation was still was okay. still open. See, if you're smart, you don't tell Marcus Freeman, yeah, I, I want to bring my dudes. Let Marcus Freeman have his national search, and then you push for your dude in the midst of the national search. As he's searching, yeah. Yes. Yes, that's how in wisdom, that's how you handle the situation. Look, it's, it's a you way to get around it, you know. Or your people on Marcus Freeman. Yeah, you, don't say, you say, man, I know you looking, you're looking for an O-line coach. I got a really good guy. You gotta put I the trust. seed in his ear. You gotta yes. make it seem like it was his choice yes. to I pick got a the really guy. good guy. Not you, feel like, trust. You, leave it. you know, I I I would love for you to interview him. And Marcus Freeman more than likely like, oh, okay. Yeah, Absolutely. you know Marcus Freeman go, he gonna accommodate. That's his dude, thing. But you coming in, I want to bring three or four people with me. Dude, that, that's not yeah, working. What are you doing? Much. Yeah, you, you do that's, too much. I, that's not working, bro. You got to finesse this. He probably tried to get over on the first year because he wouldn't say that to Saban. Mm -hmm. what like, Tommy went down there and said, this is all I got. I just packed my bags. Listen, you <laughs> just... Wait, as much as Tommy loved Harry Heastan, yeah, Tommy didn't go down there trying to, yo, Harry, uh, Coach Saban, H Harry got to come with me. No. <laughs> and they, wait a minute. And Tommy's still running duo. Oh, that's his favorite play. It's his favorite play. Guess what? He can run it with or without Harry. That, hey, yeah. With that old line? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So that is, that is, and thank you, Andrew, for bringing that up. That was a good point. But I just think as fans, you know, it's it's real quick, especially right after a game, to a point blame or a sign blame. Because we have to, right? And then, you know, sometimes you let the dust settle and you get to have a big picture or aerial view of, like, everything. And that's what we expected Marcus Freeman to, and his staff to be able to do during a bye week. And to just start the press conference talking about field position and how defense could have been a better, done a better job of getting three and outs. And man, what are you, what are we talking about? What? And then dismissing the pick six and the muff punt, like, you know, that's just too This is play. the part of the game. What are we doing? Uh, I'm I the the that a hey, and it, dude, they're gonna crush Wake Forest on Saturday. Yeah, more than right. likely, more than likely, they're gonna crush Stanford. More than likely, yeah. And so it means nothing. Like there's really no litmus test other than seeing what you said last week, left. The only thing that can get this fan base excited is to see the young players falling out. That's, that's it. That's all you can do right now. That's 
all we have right now. If we're trying to advance and, you know, progress and, and end the season on a high note, the only way is through your young players. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, shit, I'm emptying the tank. I'm seeing who I got. Mm -hmm. You ain't played before? Okay, we're going to find out what you look like, Jaden Osbury, Drake Bowen. You, you got, what, four games as a red shirt? Probably played in, what, two already? Jalen Sneed, you're going to need you for a half. Mm -hmm. They're going to get a half. See what you look mm -hmm. like. Uh, 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 all them receivers that's, that's left, <laughs> empty the tank. Mm -hmm. Steve, we're going to go first half and then say I'm second half. Or we're going to mix it up. But that's the only way you're going to get a chance to end on the right note, especially with no New Year's Six Bowl in sight. Mm -hmm. You're getting a Tax Slayer Popeye's Chicken Bowl, which is cool. Just means more reps for the young guys. Hey, I wouldn't mind being at that Popeye's Chicken Bowl. The Bahamas? Bowl. Hey! <laughs> the Bahamas, look, that's that's a good destination, you know? Hey. You 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 playing you playing real early before Christmas. <laughs> hey. I had some barbecue wings yesterday, boy. Barbecue wings? What? Ooh. Man. See, lately I've been on my rubs, my rubs and spices. The dry rubs? Yeah, I'm a dry rub guy now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the Chipotle barbecue. You get okay. you some. When you come here, since you a dry rub dude, the next time you come up here, I got a spot for you. Oh yeah? They do the dry rub the wings and the dry rub shrimp. Yes, sir. They got dry yes, rub shrimp? Yes, sir. I ain't never yes, heard sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got a spot <laughs> for you. Oh yeah. I ain't never heard of the, the dry mm -hmm. rub shrimp. Now I'm a fan of the dry rub. You know when you know when you have a spot, but you got to keep it in your back pocket. You that's can't LA. let people know. That's you can't let too many people know. Yeah. yeah, it's like one of those things you post the food and you got all the people. Oh, where is that? Where is that? Don't exactly. even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. You wasn't that hungry. You that's right. <laughs> don't even worry about it. Because I don't want to go there and then I see a long line. Man, because of me. No, no, no. <laughs> don't even worry about it. No <laughs> I got, I got you. Next I got time, you. Hey, <laughs> as soon as you pull up in front of the crib, it's like, let's go. That's right. That's right. I'm gonna, it's going to mess you up. <laughs> it's definitely going to mess you up. Lucky Lucky Podcast. So, yeah, I'm like, I'm with the fans, man. That, that was a very disappointing press conference. I, I didn't hear what I wanted to hear. I thought I was going to hear, yo, this kid was fantastic doing practice this week. Kenny Minchie looked really good once again. I, I thought I was going to hear a lot of stuff. And even though it was senior week, right? It's senior week. So this it's game senior is about week. the seniors. That's right. I understand. Thank you for everything. Um, but honestly, I, I don't know if it's a senior. Joe Alt? Is there a senior? Joe Alt's a junior. Joe Alt's a true junior. Mm. Well, you got uh, JD JD Tao. I don't know if there's a senior on this roster that I want back. Uh, <laughs> Chris Tyree. I don't care if Chris Tyree bounces. Well, I, I don't. Mean, it would help. I don't. It would help. Hey, he Jordan Faison. I might as well just take Jordan Faison as a If you do an overhaul like that, then okay. <laughs> The Jordan Faison, I'll keep him and kick the rest of the room out. Cam, I mean, Cam Hart not coming back. And when I say that, let me, because people, you know, they'll run they to the run message board and stuff yeah. and run with it. If the seniors that walk on the field to start the game in the introduction, if those seniors don't come back, I'm not hurt. I'm not hurt. I'm not begging any one of the seniors to come back. Like, oh my oh, God. No, like, you, you're not, you're not you can't upset. leave. You oh, you can't leave. No, no, no. We need you back. If Zay, dude, I want Xavier. Yeah, Xavier Watts got to come back. No. Xavier Watts, if he gets a second round grade, he needs to leave. Ooh, he needs to yeah. go take care okay. of his family. Yeah, if you get if you get second round grade, you should go for sure. He needs to go take care of his family. I understand Xavier Watts' situation. As much as I would love to see him 
run out the tunnel down at college station next august young man thank you the way you've improved the work you put in in that position and everything your family is going through go take care of your family man take care of your family young man yeah and you have your degree already go take care of your family you this is what notre dame is all about getting a degree Improving as a young man, improving as a player, and setting yourself up for the NFL. He's done it. So selfishly, as a fan base, you're darn right. I would love to see him at safety. Yeah. You're darn right. Cam Hart, same thing, for different reasons. No, nope. Cam has had a really good season. For the most part, a healthy season. Has redeemed himself in my eyes. Cam can get a second round grade, bounce because you dealt with injury. I don't need you coming back. Um, no, let these young boys rock. Let Mike Mickens and his young boys rock. Let them rock. I man, look. Yeah, because I mean, Jaden Mickens showed me a lot. You know, there's no senior that I'm begging to come back to Notre Dame. Now, I would. Hit Joe Alt down in the offseason, and I would have Ronnie Stanley in the room with me. And I would say, Joe, you see this dude? He was in the same position as you. Top 10 really? picking it. Ronnie Stanley could have left after his junior year. What year was that? What year was that? Four, and been a first-round pick. And that he was decided 14? To come. Yeah, he, he decided to come back no, for his senior yeah. season. He needed to come back at 15. My years. point is, uh, he was a first round pick. 100%. And left tackle. Now, you talk about coming back, getting better. Man, my point is, selfishly, the only person, and it probably wouldn't even work, but the only person that I would talk to, like, hey, I understand, dude, you top, you top 10 regardless. But hey, you can come back. You and Blake can lead together. You can play with your guys. Yeah, Blake's got to go. Ronnie said, I came back. To be a captain, and we can talk about a, that. Right, to be a captain and play with my guy. Yeah, yeah, and and, and and it's wrong how they did him on the captain thing, but, you know. It that's is. a whole other thing. That's that's some Brian Kelly type stuff. Yeah, it was that was rough. But, you know. But, I think, but Glinchy came back. But Glinchy had to go Ronnie was see, a higher prospect. Then McGlinchey. I agree, but they all were fir late oh, first. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. first That's an point. We did pick it. We did pick Quentin it. Nelson was a, a after his third year was a first rounder. Hey, listen, Quentin should have went out in the second year. He should have went out his 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 good blocking. So <laughs> he needed to be on the Bears. What's up with that trade? No, we good. We good. <laughs> we good. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com